Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. We'll have a lot of football for you this weekend here on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where we are joined by Jeffrey Chidea of NFL.com. Has done great work for a long time covering the NFL. Jeffrey, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Everything's good and looking forward to this weekend. Is there any matchup that is particularly intriguing to you that you'll keep an eye on? Well, I think the uh, Cowboys 49ers is probably the most interesting to me. I mean, it's probably... You know, certainly you never know what you're going to get with the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you saw last week they showed up and played well. The week before they didn't. But I think when they play their best game, they're, they're arguably the best team in the NFL. And so I think they're playing the best team in the NFL right now, and they have the potential to really give them a fight. So I, that's one I want to watch. Hey, Jeff, this uh, Cincinnati Bengals-Buffalo Bills matchup seems to be uh, one of the marquee matchups. We know what happened, you know, the last time those two teams tried to play. Uh, what are your thoughts about that matchup? And, and if Josh Allen turns the ball over at the rate that he has, you know, at times this season, does that <laughs> – how, how does that bowl yeah. for the for the <laughs> Buffalo Bills? Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, he had three turnovers in that game and had the ball on the ground five times uh, the last time they played uh, last week. Mm-hmm. I think that they, I think they'll be better. Uh, I think sometimes their problem is they try to do too many things and try to show you how great they are. And Josh Allen's track record in the postseason has been one of efficiency. Before that game, he had 14 touchdown passes, one interception, no turnovers last year in the playoffs. So I think that they're going to get back to basics, knowing that they turn the ball over against Cincinnati, even with that diminished offensive line they're going to lose that game. Obviously, there's only so much you can do with the emotion. But, Jeffrey, don't you kind of think that Buffalo is going to introduce Hamlin in some way, shape, or form before this game? <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I, I don't want to say that they're trying to capitalize on it because I think that they obviously care very much about him or are happy that he's alive. But I've said it, you know, since he got hurt and, and was and started to get healthy, that this is certainly the big, the biggest emotional boost a team can have is to go through something like that. It galvanizes you. It, it puts things in perspective. Um, it makes everybody on the roster want to do something as opposed to people looking at Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs or whoever else to, to make big plays. And so, yeah, I think he certainly will be out there. Um, I certainly he'll be out. You know, I'm, he'll play a role in terms of his presence, his emotional lift. And you think about not just him, but they had a mass shooting back in Buffalo back in the summertime. They had two big blizzards. They've lost Von Miller. They've had all these things happen. They keep fighting, so this is one more thing. Probably the biggest thing they can have going for them is knowing they're playing for, for DeMar Hamlin. 
Well, you know, as as you know, former players and players in general, just the I got chills just thinking about what that's going to look like when he does come out of that tunnel, and it it gives you a boost as a player. I mean, obviously the fans are there; it's going to be a crazy situation. But to have that young man walk out of that tunnel, and I think I agree. I think it'll be the defense will be announced, and I think he's going to be the last one to come out. And I think you're going to be able to hear Buffalo fans in in New York City, New York, just just the the amount of yells and cheers that will be associated with that game and, and it will give that Buffalo Bills team a boost to start that game off. You got it all choreographed already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah. Ideas over to, I like, that guy gave me chills just thinking about it, just visualizing that, that thing. If they don't do it now, it's going to be a letdown. It will be. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Chudia of NFL.com with us on 101 ESPN. And in your latest piece uh, from the divisional round, biggest immediate questions for advancing and eliminated playoff teams. And you, ha- you wonder about Kansas City's special teams. I have to believe, Jeffrey, tell me if uh, you agree, that Spags will have some things dialed up for Trevor Lawrence that he probably hasn't seen on tape. I, I totally agree with that. And I think that's kind of the game within the game, sort of what Steve Spagnuolo can do to young quarterbacks and and what uh, Doug Peterson knows about Andy Reid's, you know, preferences and strategies, having been a, his right-hand man for so long. Um, you know, I think it's a different situation when you're playing a game like they played on Saturday night in your hometown with your home crowd behind you and you have those moments where you make those big mistakes, but it's totally on the road, in Arrowhead. I mean, they're a feisty team. They remind me a lot of the Bengals last year where you didn't really believe in them until they were actually winning these games. But I think it's a much tougher challenge they're going to have this week coming to Arrowhead, playing Andy Reid and Chiefs uh, will come off the bye. Hey, Randy and I were talking about this, and we've been talking about this uh, probably for the, the entire football season. The amount of talent on this AFC side in the quarterback position. You got Josh Allen. You got Joe Burrow. You know, Patrick Mahomes. Trevor Lawrence, who we just spoke about, Justin Herbert, all of those guys are are going to be vying for all-star or Pro Bowl <laughs> votes and for eventually Hall of Fame votes. How does that impact their career if you got all those guys on the same side of the division and you also have Lamar and if Deshaun Watson figures it out, you have him as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I said this because I live in Kansas City and I know um, how much Patrick Mahomes has meant, his rise has meant to this, this community. And I used to tell people all the time when he was younger that, look, at some point, there's going to be four or five other guys who rise up and join him because every decade they're going to have quarterbacks. You know, you look at the 80s, you had Jim Kelly and Dan Marino and Joe Montana. In the 90s, you had Steve Young, Troy Aikman, Kurt Warner. There's always going to be people showing up. So I think there's room for everybody. And I think all the guys you mentioned, you know, I don't know so much about Lamar because the situation is going to be a lot more complicated here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think certainly Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are going to have great opportunities. And I think the Chargers can find somebody there to coach the quarterback and get their offense right. Justin Herbert should be in that group as well. Speaking of Lamar, what are your thoughts on that situation and and kind of the cryptic posts that he's he's had the last couple of days? He, he seems to be seems like a relationship that's on the on the verge of a breakup. Yeah, no, exactly. Anybody who's, who's dated anybody knows that when you, know, you start seeing these kind of messages, this passive aggressiveness is full force. It's yeah. not, not a good time. I, I honestly, when he didn't come to the game, I thought that was a huge blow, obviously, to any kind of real um, negotiation. Um, and, and I understand, look, I understand his side of it, where he's done a great job and been an MVP. And you look at the money getting paid to guys who have done less. Um, that's a great argument, but he also has not been available to them at the end of the season the last two years, and they haven't won a playoff game in the last two years. And so I, I'm beginning to wonder. I, I, I think he's there next year. I think they franchise him. 
But beyond that, I, I think that franchise tag may be the last you know, nail in the coffin for that relationship. And I think he's probably playing football somewhere else after next season. Jeffrey Chidea, NFL.com. My last thing for you, you ask the question, what is Tom Brady's next move? Answer your own question. What is Tom Brady's next move? <laughs> Well, I, I believe he'll be playing football next year. And I know at the end of the that game, he looked like a guy who was pretty worn out and, and didn't really, you know, some people say he didn't want to get hit. Um, I look at if you go through you, you, you go through a divorce, you know, you're, you're playing football plays a huge factor in the end of your family, your relationship. I, I doubt he's all of a sudden going to be like, you know what, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's one of those guys that, like Michael Jordan, like Muhammad Ali, you have to literally – carry them out. And as long as he can still be a difference maker, I think he's going to go try to find a place to make a difference. I could see him with the Jets. I can see him in Vegas with Josh McDaniels. I mean, he's going to have suitors. And this guy loves playing football. He's made that clear. So I don't think he stops until he's literally not, until he can't do it anymore. Hey, you mentioned that uh, you think the Dallas Cowboys, when they're playing right, could be the, the class of the NFC. And I, I think that the team that they're playing this weekend is the class of the NFC. And with a, a young man in Brock Purdy uh, leading that, that charge, what have you seen from him? And when this San Francisco team is rolling, they seem to be pretty much unstoppable, whether it's on the ground or in the air. Yeah, I think he's really grown into that role. And early on, I thought, well, he's just managing the game and holding it down so they can get Garoppolo healthy. But this past week, you saw, you know, the numbers he put up were, were historic, um, 330 yards and four touchdowns. And uh, they've got a great supporting cast. They scheme it up great for him. I think the only thing left for him to do, really, is to be put into a high high-pressure moment and have to deliver because he hasn't faced that yet. And, and so I think he's starting to see the teams like the Cowboys – potentially the Eagles, who will put that pass rush on them, that secondary, and he'll have to make those plays for them to keep winning. Jeffrey, your work at NFL.com continues to be superlative. We always enjoy that, and we always enjoy having you on here in St. Louis. Thanks for it, and have a great day and a great NFL playoff weekend. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Take care. That is Jeffrey Chidea of NFL.com. He is one of the most knowledgeable and interesting reads at of the NFL anywhere, but certainly at NFL.com.